my nerves and you rattled my brain Too much of love drives a man insane You broke my will, but what a thrill Goodness gracious, great balls of fire I let you love what I thought it was funny You came along and you fooled me, honey I've changed my mind, this love is fine Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 36 and I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. Um, So, it's also the two-year anniversary, give or take a few days, um, of the podcast. Uh, I think I believe the first episode was July 2nd, 2015. So, yeah, we're just over the two-year mark and we're still going strong. 36 chapters, as it were. Um, Actually, it's more than that, but let's not get into all the finer details of my numbering systems and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so it's been two years. Um, When I initially started this, I was doing another podcast. Uh, This was kind of like an offshoot of that. Uh, And this kind of has devolved into that, but just by myself for the most part. Not always. Sometimes I've guessed. Um, So... But, um, so with that said, um, we're going to keep going. Hopefully do this for another two years and beyond. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, so before we get into all the good, uh, details, I'll just uh, fill you in on a couple of little details before we get started. I do have a couple boxes I'm going to be opening later on. Um, also we're going to talk about some of my predictions I made last time, which uh, was a couple weeks ago. Um, three weeks ago, I believe. Um... Yeah, um, hopefully everyone enjoyed their 4th of July festivities if you live in the United States. If you live in Canada, hopefully you enjoyed uh, Canada Day. Um, And uh, if you live in other parts of the world, uh, hopefully you enjoyed whatever other holidays there might have been during the last few weeks. Um, But yeah, so... Going back a few weeks, um, the NBA Finals had just ended, the NF... And HL, Stanley Cup Finals, had just ended, too. Uh, we're headed to the drafts. So what happened? What happened? Some craziness happened is what happened. Uh, not so much with the NHL. They had the expansion draft. Colin Miller ended up getting taken from the Bruins, which was somewhat expected. Um, they drafted a bunch of people. They haven't really done much in terms of free agency. Uh, it's been kind of boring, actually. Not a lot going on. Uh, Edmonton Oilers locked up Connor McDavid for a, a long time and gave him a bunch of money, and uh, that's about it. You know, the Vegas team looks like it's going to be pretty crappy, but it's a expansion team, so what do you expect from that? Um, yeah, that's all really got for the NHL. Now, the NBA, on the other hand, things have gone pretty nutty. Um, Jimmy Butler got traded to Minnesota. Paul George has ended up in Oklahoma. Celtics got Gordon Hayward, but then just had to trade Avery Bradley to make room for him. Um, they Celtics traded the number one pick. I don't I jumped over that really quickly. Um, so end up, I guess they didn't want Fultz. They wanted uh, Tatum. They figured they could get Tatum at three, so might as well get another pick out of the deal. They ended up with um, another pick uh, next year. Either the Lakers pick next year, which will be. If it's between two and five, or the Kings pick the next year, um, yeah. I mean, I think the idea behind that was to get more assets to trade for, you know, seemingly either Jimmy Butler or Paul George, but they both went other directions. So now there's really nothing out there. You know, 
there was rumors of the Celtics trying to trade for Marcus Saul. Who knows if that ends up happening or not? Doesn't really seem like it will. Um, they, um, you know, obviously were linked to um, also listen, linked to break that up to be signing Blake Griffin possibly in the off season, but he ended up signing an extension with the Clippers. They ended up getting Hayward um, for four years, one whatever it was, 130-something, 128-something like that. I forget what the actual final number was. Um, but then they had to do a whole bunch of moves in order to fit that in with the um, salary cap, including getting rid of, uh, getting rid of um, you know, not only Avery Bradley, but have to, they had to denounce the rights to um, Kelly Olenek, who ended up signing with... Um, the Orlando Heat. It was all right. So it was four years, one twenty-eight, which roughly turns out to be. Um, let's see. Um, I can't do math that quickly. Thirty-two million dollars a year, which is absurd. Um, but given the numbers that are flying around, it's not crazy. Um, I mean, what did Horford get? He got something similar last year. Um, if not more. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how that means for the Celtics. A lot of rumors going around that they're going to try to get rid of Crowder because Hayward kind of plays Crowder's position. But with them letting Zeller and Olenek and Amir Johnson walk, uh, they don't really have a center. So Horford's basically going to be the center. And that means Hayward and Crowder can both play forwards, you know. So, um, I think they're going to end up playing together. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're really, they're going to move, uh, Crowder at this point. Um... But yeah, um, should be an interesting, I mean, I don't know if they're done yet. There's possibility they could still make some moves, um, maybe trades. I don't know if they have any exceptions, deals they can still hand out or not. I don't know. Um, I mean, they're going to have to sign a few guys because they let a bunch of guys walk. Um, they let either the contracts, they, uh, were non-guaranteed and just let them walk away or, you know, obviously Olenek signed, um, with a different team, Amir, Amir signed with a different team. Um, guys like Jordan Mickey and, um, well, actually, you know, I, I know Jordan Mickey, they cut his contract. They waived Zeller. Um, there was someone else, Demetrius Jackson, I think. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. But they moved some money to sign Hayward, obviously. Uh, so they're going to have to sign Philos with some guys. And I know Zizek. That they drafted a couple years ago or last year, he's supposed to be coming over. But that um, the French guy, I don't think he's gonna come over. I know he came over at the end of last year and played with the main red claws, but I don't know that he's gonna come over and play for the Celtics. I think he's gonna go back to Europe or China or wherever he was playing. Um, and I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even gonna bother trying. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so. That's what's going on the Celtics. That's what's going on the Bruins. Uh, Red Sox are in first place right now. Although Chris Sale lost last night, which was a little discerning, but um, um, he didn't get rattled too badly, but not great. And against Tampa, who's you know not not exactly right there yet, but they're not too far out. Um, so got three more games with them this weekend. Headed into All Star break. Chris Sale's heavily rumored to be. Starting the All-Star game, um, Mookie Betts uh, and Craig Kimball are also on the team for the Red Sox. Um, 
that's about it for the socks you know i mean uh, you know we're a little month but a little less than a month away from the trade deadline or at least the non-waiver trade deadline which as we know from years past the waiver trade deadline doesn't mean nothing uh it can definitely mean something there's been huge deals especially with the red Sox in last you know in recent memory that um you can make during the waivers and uh you never know, but um, in terms of the non-waiver, um, yeah, that's that. Um, that's a little less than a month. Um, I mean, I don't know if the Sox are going to do anything. They certainly would like to get something at third base to fill in for the gap that the, the void that is third base. Um, another bat would be cool. There, um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the pitching wise, I think they're okay. Uh, I mean, we. Have, I mean, Doug Fister isn't exactly the greatest. <laughs> rotation guy in the world, but uh, Edward uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is supposed to be back soon. Um, I don't, I wouldn't see them pitching, uh, trading for a starter, uh, at this point, given that the you know, all the money they're given to price and sale. Um, uh, and Porcello for that matter, uh, but um. Yeah, I don't know. They're in good shape, I think. I think they're going to do well going down the stretch. Uh, you know, and then, you know, who knows? It's still a lot of baseball yet to be played. All right, now let's get into predictions, the actual predictions I made from last time. I had to pull that up. So a little bit of a detour there. But all right, so last time out, uh, we talked about um, Andre Ward taking on Alexi Kolev. Um, and I predicted Ward was going to win. Now, the first time around, this is a rematch. The first time around, there was a, you know, questionable decision. Um, in the end, uh, you know, a lot of people thought it was a lot even, more even than, uh, other people saw it. And Ward ended up winning his, I don't know if it was a split decision or majority decision or whatever it was, but a lot of people thought Kovalev kind of got screwed over a little bit. So they had the rematch. And again, it ends in a bit of, um, controversial fashion. Uh, didn't go to the decision this time around. It got stopped in, I believe it was the ninth or 10th round. I forget exactly. I forget what round it was exactly. Um, there's an easy way to figure this out. Uh, but it was a very questionable and weird decision by the ref. Um, so basically what had happened was throughout the rather throughout the fight, Ward had hit Kovalev with some questionably maybe low blows. I mean, some of them were close. Some of them looked pretty low. And Kovalev was doing his best to sell them, um, but the ref wasn't really buying it, and uh, you know, kind of just uh, let the let the let the bout go. So, um, um, why isn't this coming up? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. So the referee kind of uh, Sergey Kovalev. Did I say Alexei Kovalev? Yeah, I meant Sergey Kovalev. Alexei Kovalev was a hockey player. Um, so, anyways, Kovalev. Sergey Kovalev, not Alexei Kovalev. It's Kovalev. He's Russian. He's Kovalev. Whatever. Same guy. Same thing. Whatever. Boxing, hockey. They're all the same sport. Um, <laughs> just joking. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So it was the eighth round um, that they uh, that the ref called it. Um, so yeah. So Kovalev was trying to sell the low blows. The ref wasn't really buying it, and then the ref just called the fight off thinking that Kovalev was hurt, even though he was more or less just trying to sell the low blow. He wasn't really hurt, I don't think, or if he was, it 
could have been from the low blow. Who knows? Maybe, you know, because some of them look questionable. Some of them maybe, I don't know, who knows, questionable. I mean, I don't think it warranted stopping the fight, but they did. And um, more controversy. And then, of course, that led to even more controversy in the world of boxing because then Pacquiao fought um, Jeff Horn uh, last Saturday night from Australia. Actually, I guess it was Sunday afternoon in Australia, but it was Saturday night here in the States. Free on ESPN. It wasn't a pay-per-view or nothing because that's that's where we are at boxing, I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, But it was free on ESPN. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. You know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say... it was a bad fighter in them because it was definitely a good fight, but I mean, it seemed pretty obvious to everyone watching um, uh, that uh, Pacquiao was winning and should have won. But as uh, Timothy Bradley put it, since they were in Argentina, they they weren't in Argentina; they were in Australia. Um, and uh, and Horn's Australian. The ref, the judges might uh, see it differently, and they did. Now, two of the judges ruled it pretty close. So that was, you know, I mean, I guess I could understand if a couple of the rounds they saw going the other way, um, that, yeah, all right, maybe those two, you know, those two may have sought, like, close, but give it to Horn. But the other guy gave it, like, very, very decisively for Horn, which I don't think anyone saw it that way. Um, some people saw Pacquiao winning decisively that way, but, um, yeah, it's, it was a bit... Bit uh, of a awkward decision, um, and a lot of people are upset. Pacquiao is apparently, um, I guess, uh, gonna dispute it or something. I don't know. Who knows? It's boxing. There's always some sort of um, controversy in boxing. It seems like so. Nothing new here. It'll happen again. It'll happen. Yeah, pretty much every fight you can probably argue, unless it's a very decisive knockout. Um, so there we go. Then moving on, we had the Money in the Bank uh, WWE Money in the Bank pay per view, which is SmackDown brand um, pay per view. The Hype Bros won in the pre-show. Um, uh, they beat the Colognes, I believe it. Yes. Um, then Carmella won the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And speaking of controversy, more controversy in this one as James Ellsworth was actually the one that climbed the ladder and got the briefcase and then dropped it down to Carmella. And then people flipped out and then Daniel Bryan reversed the decision and they fought again next the next week on SmackDown. And then the same sort of thing happened, but then Becky Lynch pushed Ellsworth off the ladder and ultimately Carmella ended up with the briefcase anyway. So what was the whole point of that? Who knows? Just to have a free Money in the Bank ladder match on regular TV after people had bought the network for it or pay-per-view. Seems kind of, um, I don't know, seems kind of dumb, but whatever. In the end, Carmella wins the uh, tag title. Oh, tag, sorry. The <laughs> Money in the Bank, Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Speaking of tag titles, the New Day uh, did beat the Usos, but by count out. Um, so they didn't win the titles. So I got that right, because I break the New Day, but didn't get the titles. Uh, next up, Lana fought uh, Naomi for the women's title. Uh, and uh, Naomi won. She retained. Uh, then Ginger Mahal took on Randy Orton in a rematch um, for the WWE Championship. 
And uh, Jinder Mahal was able to retain. There was some shenanigans with the Singh brothers and Randy Orton's and Bob Orton Jr. And Ric Flair was there and a few other guys. But ultimately, Jinder, Jinder Mahal won off the um, distractions and and won. Uh, then Brizango thought they found out who knocked them out. They thought it was the Ascension. Maybe it wasn't the Ascension. But either way, they fought the Ascension and they beat the Ascension. Um I'm not quite sure where they're going with that, if anywhere, because I feel like they've kind of dropped that whole thing. Or did they? I don't remember. If they didn't, they 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 solved it on SmackDown, I guess, or whatever. I don't remember. But regardless, uh, then the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match happened, and uh, Baron Corbin won, as I predicted. So I actually did pretty well. Uh, I got uh, six out of the seven matches correct. Um, so, yeah, I did very well in that one. Uh, and then last, no, not last Friday, two two weeks ago, uh, today's the 7th, Jan- uh, 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 July 7th, yes, July 7th, today's July 7th, so two weeks ago, at in Lowell, at the um, Ring of Honor Greatest in the World, Best in the World, Best in the World, not Greatest in the World, Greatest, Best, whatever, same same difference, uh, they, um, yeah, there was a bunch of matches, uh, <laughs> it was in Lowell, it didn't end up going, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Marty Scroll. Uh, took on Kushida in a rematch for the Ring of Honor television title. Uh, Kushida won. Uh, the Rebellion took on the Agents of Chaos. What were their names? Whatever the group, the group of like Jay White and and um, and uh, the Motor City Machine, yeah, Motor City Machine Guns, and then there's another guy in there too. They won, so the Rebellion has to has to break up. And Kenny King left The Bachelor. Yeah. So, all around bad news for that group. Um, <laughs> then uh, Bully Ray and the Briscoes took on Dalton Castle and the boys for the uh, ROH uh, three, uh, six-man tag match. Six-man tag team champions. And Dalton Castle and the boys won, which is a bit of a surprise. Um, shenanigans all around in this one, but uh, the boys and Dalton Castle end up winning. And they're the, they're the champs. Uh, next up, Frankie Kazarian took on um, Hangman Page in a strap match. But it wasn't like your normal like WWE strap match where two guys are tied together by a strap and have to drag someone around the ring um, and hit all corners. It was each guy had like a small strap and they could hit each other with it. So it was a little different. But then uh, Frankie Kazarian was able to get the W. Uh, next up, Jay Lethal defeated uh, Silas Young. Uh, then the kingdom took on the um, Mexican guys, Ultimo Guerrero and and uh, El Terrible, I believe it was. Um, and El Terrible and Ultimo Guerrero ended up winning that match. Um, then the end, yeah, the Young Bucks defended their titles, the tag team titles against War Machine, Young Bucks. Are able to uh, retain, and then finally in the main event of the evening, Cody, don't call him Cody Rhodes, uh, took on uh, Christopher Daniels for the ROH Championship, and Cody Rhodes, sorry, don't call him that, Cody, Cody, ended up winning and won the Ring of Honor Championship. Uh, I predicted that, I wasn't totally sure it was going to happen, but there it is, got it right. So yeah, it was a pretty good show, uh, both, eh, Money in the Bank was okay, um, uh, best in the world was pretty good. Boxing match was eh. 
well, this one was, the packing one was a little better. Um, so yeah, so then this past weekend, um, they had the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 USA Summit Special Plex of Doom. I believe that was what it was called. There might have been more words in there, I think. Um, and it's it was a little weird because they had they did two nights. So they had one night where they had they started the U.S. title championship tournament, and then they had the next night where they finished it. But they also had a bunch of other matches along with it. One of which was Cody Rhodes against Okada for the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and that was a good match. Uh, Okada ended up winning, but they had the, the the first night was live on Access TV, um, but then the second night was only live on like the New Japan World, like their like basically network thing. So I didn't get to see it, but they're airing it tonight on Access. Actually, if I believe it might be on right now, actually, or the well, they're replaying the first night and they're having the second night on tonight. So if you get a chance to watch that, if you listen to this before that, that's probably not gonna happen but check it out if you can i think they might be replaying it at some point i don't know um let's see yes it is on right now um so there you go whatever um yeah so that uh, was pretty good joe i guess i don't know uh i haven't seen the second night yet so i mean spoiler alert although by the time you listen to this if you do um it probably has already aired and you've whatever kenny omega won the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Um, no big surprise there. That was kind of obvious, I thought. You know, he, I mean, he, technically he's Canadian, so, you know, not exactly American, but, like, he was a, he's the bigger, like, U.S.-based star, if you want to call him that. I mean, technically, like I said, he's from um, Canada, but, um, yeah. And then War Machine won the... Uh, IWGP titles back from Gorillas of Destiny, so that wasn't that didn't take very long for them to get it back. Uh, what else? Nothing else really happened. Um, Billy Gunn's taking on Takahashi for the Intercontinental title, but that was the second night, so I haven't seen that yet. Um, that should be interesting. Billy Gunn still relevant, apparently, in 2017. It's funny because I was just watching some old wrestling um, from 2000 uh, from 1997. Sorry. Uh, 20 years ago, where Rock, uh, he just became Rockabilly. So, <laughs> it's funny, funny, uh, funny how that works. Uh, but, okay, um, so let's move on. Uh, we got some other stuff going on tonight, too. UFC is on tonight. Uh, they're having their Ultimate Fighter um, finale, or whatever you want to call it. It's called Redemption, I guess. I don't know. I don't watch Ultimate Fighter, but they're having a big card. and It has the finals on, but it has a bunch of other stuff going on so i'm gonna make my predictions for this even though i uh, don't know anything (laughs) as per usual but whatever it's just fun to make predictions and stuff um all right so let's start off there's the preliminary card that's on the fight pass uh we got in a woman's strawweight battle we got tisha torres taking on Juliana Lima. Uh, I'm going to go with TT. I mean, I'm assuming that's what people call her. <laughs> I don't know. Tisha Torres. TT. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's on the fight pass. If you have the fight pass. If you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. 
There's other ways to fight it, probably, but I don't, I'm not going to say how. Uh, all right, next up, we have a f- featherweight battle between Gray Maynard and Teruto Ishihara. And I'm going to go with Maynard. Gray Maynard. Gray, not Gary. Maynard, not Minard. What? Doesn't make any sense. Gray. Um, Alright, then we move on to the preliminary card on Fox Sports 1. The whole thing's on Fox Sports 1, so why there's a preliminary card versus a main card, I don't still understand that. It's probably for other countries or something. I don't, I don't really know. Maybe other countries have the preliminary card on a different channel than the main card or whatever. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so we got um, a women's bantamweight match between Jessica I and Aspen Ladd. Um, I'm gonna go with Aspen Lad. Yeah, upset maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> not sure if that's an upset or not. I should probably check the odds on these things. Maybe give me a little better idea of like what I'm guessing here, because I'm just guessing. Um, and then next up in a light heavyweight battle, we get Ed Herman taking on CB Dalway. CB Dalway, sorry, Dalway. Dalloway? Dalloway? Dalloway. Anyways, I'm going to go with Ed Herman, so. Get your dolls away from me, I guess, right? Alright, next up we have a um, welterweight battle between James uh, Krause and uh, Tom Galicchio. I'm probably saying that saying I'm probably saying that wrong, but I'm gonna go with James Cruz anyways. I might be saying that wrong too. I'm probably saying all these wrong. Just watch the show, and they'll they'll say it, and you'll know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> Next up, um, we got a middleweight bat. No, sorry, a welterweight battle between. Nope, wrong again. A women's strawweight battle between Angela Hill and Ashley Yoder. That's Yoder. I'm not like it's it's Y O D E R. I'm not I'm not saying like Yoda wrong. Yeah, that Yoder over there. He he been saying lots of wise stuff. That wise old green Yoda. Um, no, it's actually Yoder. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. I don't even know. Um, but it's not Yoda. But if someone from like New England pronounced this, it probably would be Yoda because it's spelled Y O D E R. So Yoda. Whereas if it's Yoda, it's spelled they say Yoder. It's like, I, I don't know. We talk weird up here. It is what it is. Uh, I'm going to go with the odor, though, because why not? After all that talk. Ashley Yoda. I'm going to call her Yoda. No, I'm going to call her Yoda. I don't know. Whatever. Ashley. Yoda. Alright, next up we move on to the main card of the evening. Um, we got the light heavyweight battle between Jordan Johnson and Marcel Fortuna. Not not Fortuna. Not, not, not fighting Fortuna. That's his last name is Fortuna. Um, <laughs> Jordan Johnson and uh, Marcel Fortuna. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Fortuna. 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 Four tuna. I'm going four tuna. I'm gonna go right now. Forget some tuna. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, all right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Next up, 
we got a uh, middleweight battle between Brad Tavares and Elias Theodoro. I'm going to go with Brad Tavares. All right, next up, we got a light heavyweight battle between Jared Cannonier and Nick Ro- Ronick. I'm guessing it's Ronick. It's got an extra H in it. Or Roerick, maybe? Roerick? Or maybe, oh, is that? Yeah, there's, okay, it's Roerick. Sorry, I was reading that wrong. thought that was an N. Uh, Nick Roer, that's just a weird name to say. Rick Roerick. Nick Roerick. I can't read right now, apparently. Um, I'm going to go with Jared Canyonero, anyways. I think that's his name. I think that's how you say it. Jared Canyonero. Like the car in The Simpsons. Canyonero. Um, yeah. Alright, next up we have a light... Lightweight battle between Mark Diakisi uh, versus Drakkar Close. I'm not making these names any easier, are they? Um, Drakkar is like is he like Drak from like Gardens of the Galaxy? I'm gonna go with Drakkar then. It's a crazy name, and I don't even care what his last name is. I'm just gonna call him Drakkar. All right. Next up, we have the um, the actual Ultimate Fighter finale. This is Ultimate Fighter twenty five. It's redemption, whatever that means. Um, I, maybe these guys are getting redemption. They've been it before or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, we got Diego Lima taking on Jesse Taylor. So that's cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jesse Taylor. No, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Jesse Taylor. Alright, next up in the main event of the evening, which isn't the finals for whatever reason. Because that makes sense. We got a lightweight battle between Michael Johnson, not the runner. No, do you remember Michael Johnson, the runner? He, had, he was fast, he was really fast. I think he, what was he, he what he. I know he set the record for uh, the 200, I believe, at one point. I, I'm sure it's been broken by now. Um, but yeah, he was really good. The Olympics and whatever. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's look him up. Let's look up Michael Johnson. I mean, I know there's probably been plenty of Michael Johnsons over the years. Um, but uh, yeah, he. I mean, he was a fast guy. He... Uh, Four gold medals in Olympic Games all time. That's pretty good. So let's see. Did no? How many? What world records did he have? Um, nineteen minutes and thirty-two seconds. Or nineteen? Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen minutes and thirty-two seconds thrown two hundred meters. No, uh, nineteen seconds. Nineteen point thirty-two seconds. Um. And he broke the world record at the Olympics. He was called the fastest man in the world. Um, And then he had a... 
Oh, that's right. I remember this. I'm now I'm reading this. Um, he, uh, but okay. So yeah, Donovan Bailey, the Canadian guy, um, had had the world record for the hundred meters, and they raced in a hundred fifty meter race, the Sky Dome, this big like fastest man alive race thing, and um, yeah, uh, um, Michael Johnson injured his hamstring in the middle of it. And Bailey won. Okay, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm sure whatever the record is now is he doesn't own it, but at one point. But whatever. We're talking about the wrong guy. This see, this is what happens. I derail. I get derailed. Um, Michael Johnson, the UFC fighter, is fighting um, uh, Justin Gaethy. Gaethy. Is that who you say it? I don't know. Gaethy. I don't know how to say it. Gaethy. 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 I don't know. Gaethy? I don't know. Something like that. Um, I'm going to go with Michael Johnson because I think he will uh, run faster. Because he's the fastest man alive in 1996. <laughs> it's a different guy. But whatever. Go with Michael Johnson. Alright. So then... We have the next night, we got more UFC, as UFC 213 is taking place. Um, so, these are both taking place at the T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada, which, a.k.a. Las Vegas. I never understand what Paradise, Nevada is. Like, is it part of Las Vegas? No, it's next to Las Vegas. So, it's like outside of Vegas? But it's part of Vegas. It's confusing. I don't get it. So, is that why the Vegas Golden Knights aren't the Las Vegas Golden Knights? Because they actually play in Paradise Vegas? Why aren't they the Paradise Golden Knights? Why aren't they just the Knights? This is stupid. Everything about Nevada is stupid. Um, no. <laughs> so, yeah, the... Um, yeah, we got um, Wario FC Saturday night um, in the uh, Paradise Arena or whatever it's called, T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada. Um, not to confuse with Las Vegas, which is apparently next to it, even though most of where you think Las Vegas is in, in Paradise. Whatever. Um, I think this is all explained in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um if you ever watch that movie, I'm pretty sure that's what that movie's about. Them explaining where Paradise is versus Las Vegas. At least that's what I got out of that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. You should watch. Um, Toby Maguire is uh, really good in it. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. All right, now, movie God. Uh, so, in the preliminary card that's on the UFC Fight Pass, if you have the UFC Fight Pass, um, it's a light heavyweight battle between Trevin Giles and James Bach. James James Bach Jr. That's what I'm gonna call him. Uh, Ernie Bach Jr.'s distant cousin's son, James Bach Jr. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Trevin Giles because why not? Know what I do. Deleted everything. No, I don't. All right. 
All right, next up we have a another also on the preliminary card on the fight pass is a featherweight battle between Cody Starman. No, that's not <laughs> Cody Starman, uh, which is um, Stardust's brother. No, uh, Cody Stamen uh, versus Terrian Ware. I'm gonna go Cody. I'm just gonna go Cody. Cody, don't call him Starman. Or Stardust or Rhodes or Stamen. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so that was a featherweight battle. The next up we have a bantamweight battle between Rob Font and Douglas Silva de Andre. De Andrade. De Andrade. What? That's confusing. Uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade. Versus Rob Font. I'm going to go with Rob Font. Alright, now moving on to the uh, preliminary card that's on FS1. Now, unlike tonight's fights, uh, this does make sense because the preliminary cards on... Well, the preliminary preliminary cards on the Fight Pass, but then the preliminary cards on the FS1 and then the regular main cards on Pay-Per-View... so check your pay-per-view providers for availability in your area. Or check out a bar. A lot of Buffalo Wild Wings and Dave and & Buster's. Some TGA Fridays and some other random places have. They usually show the cards. Sometimes Hooters, too. If you're into that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, next up we have um, in the preliminary card on Fox Sports 1. A welterweight battle between Jordan Main and Belial Muhammad. I'm going to go Bilal Muhammad. Yes. Bilal Muhammad. Alright, moving on. We have a middleweight battle between Thiago Santos and Gerald Mirsharich. 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 No, there's no Z. Mircheret, 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 Gerard Mircheret. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Probably not. But I'm going Thiago Santos because I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. And a lot of times, if I can just get your name right, I'm gonna get. I'm. You're gonna be the guy I'm going with. Um. Next up, we have a. Um, Welterweight battle between Chad LaPrice and Brian Camozzi? I'm going with Camozzi on that. I'm going with that as his name, and I'm also going with that as the winner. So, Camozzi that. Alright, so next up we have a... Heavyweight battle between Travis Brown um, and Alex, Alexley, uh, I'm going to say Alexi, spelled weird, and Olenek, but spelled differently than Kelly Olenek, who is now a member of the Miami Heat, as he signed a four-year, $50 million deal with them recently. Crazy numbers, like I said. Um, Alexi Olenek, but he spells it both weird. I'm going to go with Travis Brown, though. Take that, Olenek. 
Taking your town down to South Beach. Okay, different old man, I kind of know. Um, I wonder if he's Canadian also. No, he's Russian. How about that? Or Ukraine. Ukraine. He's from Ukraine. No, he lives in Russia, though. But he was born when it was still the Soviet Union, so it's confusing. Um, Alright, moving on to the main card on the pay-per-views um, system. Um, I have Xfinity. I'm going to tell you right now that you can order it on pay-per-view for the uh, price of... Let's see. Let's get to the right channel. Channel. Um, you can order it for the low, low price of... $60. So $60 will get you... See, they even have the wrong matches listed on the thing here because some of the matches that were supposed to take place are not taking place. Like Robbie Lawler was supposed to fight, but he's not fighting until the next card, I guess. UFC 4214 because of injury or something? I don't, I don't know. But anyways, uh, so we got Anthony Pettis in a lightweight battle. Anthony Pettis taking on Jim Miller. Uh, I'm going to go to Anthony Pettis. Um... Although, hmm, do I go with Anthony Pettis? Maybe I don't go with Anthony Pettis. He's coming off of a, he hasn't been doing well lately. He did beat Charles Oliveira a couple matches back, but he's lost four of his last five. That's how Jim Miller has, has been doing lately. Um, Jim Miller... Um, he lost to Dustin Poirier, but he's won three in a row before that. I'm going to go Jim Miller. What the heck? Switch it up a bit. Alright, then we have a, um, come on. Um, we have a, um, heavyweight battle. Between Fabricio Wordham and Alexis Alex eh, Alistair Overeem. Now Wordham, I believe, hasn't fought since he lost the. No, he no, he did. Did he lose the championship? No. Well, yes. No, no, he fought Travis Brown back in September, but it was on the same card that Stipe Miocic was. But he lost Stipe Miocic prior to that, and then. Uh, let's see, Overeem has, let's see, when was his last battle? I believe his last fight was that same night. He lost to, when he lost to, um, uh, Miokic. No, he, he beat Mark Hunt, that's right, he beat Mark Hunt back in March. After losing to Miokic. Alright, so I'm gonna go with, I think I'm gonna go with Overeem. Alright, next up we have another heavyweight battle between Daniel... Oh man, I can't say this. Um, Omian Landsluck. That can't be right. Daniel O. I'm going to call him Dan Danny O. <laughs> we have a fight between Danny O, who's coming off a couple losses, um, and uh, taking on Curtis Blades. That's a cool name. Curse Blades. It spells it with a Y, too. It's Blades. Curtis Blades. Um, well, Curtis Blades. I come off a no decision. Um, against Adam Missteed. 
back in February. Um, he actually won with TKO, but then it was overturned after he tested positive for marijuana. So, I don't know. That doesn't really mean much to me. Um, I'm not sure how marijuana is going to help you fight somebody. Um, but anyways, Curtis Blades. I'm going to go with Curtis Blades. Got a cool name. You might be high, but marijuana. Again, I don't know how that helps you fight anyone. Um, alright, moving on. Um, in a middleweight battle, we got Yul Romero taking on Robert Whitaker. And this is for the interim UFC middleweight championship. Um... I would sit here and explain to you why, but I don't know why. Um, basically, I think Robert Whitaker said, like, give me a title match or else I'm leaving. And they're like, well, we can't give you a title match yet, but we can give you an interim interim title match. And he's like, all right, fine. I believe that's what happened, if I remember correctly. But whatever, in any case, um, that's why it's for the interim championship. And I guess then whoever wins this will then fight the winner of 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 the other match between somebody and who's a face. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, probably doesn't because I don't even know what I just said. Uh, no, because, wait, so who's the champion now? Let's see, who's the middleweight champion now? It is... Connor, no, he's a light, lightweight champion. Wait, who's the middleweight champion? Is there a middleweight champion? Are they making a middleweight champion? Oh, it's it's Tyron Woodley. No, he's a welterweight champion. Oh, middleweight championship. Here we go. Oh, it's Michael Bisbing. Who, um... So, what's the... Why... I don't understand. So, he... It's all confusing. I don't get it. So he just, he beat Dan Henderson at UFC 204 back in October. But I think he's injured or something. So that's why they're having this interim title. So then whoever wins this will ultimately fight Bisbing um, for the actual championship? Oh. Right, that's right, okay. No, no, I'm reading this. Now I got it, I got it. I sort of remember some of this. G- GSP is coming back. And GSP, for whatever reason, is getting his title a title match because he never actually lost the title, I guess. So he's fighting Bisbing at some point. Um, so then Whitaker was like, hey, what the hell, man? And then they had the interim title. Yes. I believe. Something like that. Anyway, in any event, um, sure. Um, whatever. So confusing. Uh, so Robert Whitaker coming off of, um, he just, I believe he beat Ronaldo Souza, uh, back in April. And he has won seven matches in a row. So he's been doing pretty well. Um, he's fighting Yoel. 
Romero, who, um, let's see what he did recently. He, um, he's won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's won eight in a row, including beating Ronaldo Suzanne, but more recently fighting uh, Chris Weidman. Wedman, Weidman, either way. Uh, best back in back in November, so he hasn't fought since November. So okay, well, it should be a good fight. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Whitaker. And then finally, for the main event of the evening, um, it's time um, for the women's bantamweight uh, championship. Amanda Nunez defending uh, against Valentina Shevent. Shevenko? Shevenko? I don't know how to say it. And this is actually a rematch, I believe. I don't remember when, because Nunez beat... Um, uh, Nunez beat Rousey last time she fought, and she beat uh, Misha Tate prior to that. Um, so I don't know when they actually fought. Oh, it was before that. All right, well, that makes sense. Back in March of 2016, she, uh, Nunez beat Slash um, unanimous decision. Yeah, and then she went on to beat Tate for the title and then beat Rousey, uh, last December. I, I can't, I don't think I can go against Nunez. That's just my opinion. Uh, Shlavenko, um, since losing to... Uh, Nunez beat Holly Holm last July and then beat Juliana Pena uh, back in January. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Nunez. All right. Um, So before we get to the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view, which is the unfortunate named WWE Great Balls of Fire um, pay-per-view for whatever reason they decided to name it that I still don't quite understand uh, but that's coming up on Sunday but before we get that I have a couple boxes here to open now one of them is the normal WWE loot, crotch, yeah, loot, loot crate slam slam box slam crate whatever you want to call it that um, I've been opening for the last you know on and on on and off since last November, I believe, was the first one they put out. So this one is the fifth one? No. the f- Yes, the fifth one. But before we get to that, I got another box here to open. Um, now this one's interesting. And it actually goes back quite a ways. Um, so a little bit of story time, if you, if you don't mind. Um, so back in the day... We're talking early mid '90s. Uh, I used to be collecting, big into collecting wrestling figures, and Hasbro at the time made the wrestling figures. I I had some of the LJN ones before that. If you don't remember the LJN WWF at the time, uh, uh, figures they were the big rubbery ones. Um, I had like Hogan, Piper, King Kong Bundy, a few others. Um, and then the Hasbro ones came out. Initially, I didn't collect them, but then I finally started collecting them. I had a lot of them. I had a good amount. I had almost all of them, I think. Um, at least, you know, in some form or another. Uh, you know, there were a lot of weird variations and stuff that I definitely didn't have a lot of. And I didn't have any, like, in good condition or on... I, you know, I opened them and I used them. And I 
I roughed them up pretty good. I ended up selling most of them. I still think I have a few of them lying around here. Actually, yeah, pretty sure I can see Macho Man, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Roddy Piper sitting over there. And I, I'm pretty sure I have some more um, somewhere. Um, so, why am I telling you this? Why Hasbro stopped making these back in like 1995 or 6. Um, then Jack Pacific took over. And they're, they're, I never really liked their action figures and I kind of got out of uh collecting action figures at that point um and then eventually Jack Pacific I don't think they even exist anymore and eventually this the license went to um Mattel who had been making them for a few years and I've seen some of the ones they've made and they're pretty cool um and 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 whatever but you know then last year right around this time because I believe it was at Comic-Con Mattel announced that they were going to be making retro, or, I don't know if it's retro, or is it throwback, or whatever, however you want to determine the name, because I always get confused with retro versus throwback, because, like, retro, to my mind, means that, oh, it's like it was, whereas, like, a retro, like, I'm wearing, like, a retro shirt, it's an old shirt, it's... But a throwback would be something that looks kind of like it's old. Or something. I don't know. But in any event, that's basically... You know, they're saying, oh, we're going to make some retro figures. And they more or less look like the old Hasbro figures. And they announced this last last summer at Comic-Con. Which just started up again, I think. I haven't really heard much about anything that's happened at Comic-Con so far. But I think it's starting up this weekend. Or whatever. But regardless... um, so, you know, they, there was a few pictures out there, and then they they look pretty much like the old Hasbro figures. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll I'll look into them. And I kind of forgot about it. And I guess they got released earlier this year. And then, for whatever reason, I was looking at something else, and 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 uh, it popped up in my mind. I'm like, ooh, I wonder did those ever come out? So then I was looking online for them, and and eventually I found them. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? These would be cool, kind of cool to get. So I got them. Um, I will post them on the um on the blog but i haven't opened them yet i just got them in the mail yesterday and um yeah so i'm I'm intrigued to see what they look like um because i've only seen pictures i haven't actually seen any up close um but here we go opening the the box all right here we go so there's six in a series which is somewhat Similar to how they used to release them back in the day. Um, so the first one on top of the box is Kevin Owens. And I mean, they look... Yeah, I mean... Obviously they can't use the old WF logo. They have to change it up. But they use the old style... Like, um... Old style of logo. Um, it's WWE. The newer logo, but it's the older style. So Kevin Owens... Um, Prequel. He's got the authentic power, super star moves pop up power bomb, which he's basically he just lifts hands hands up and tosses them down. Kevin Owens. I mean the the cards look very similar to the old cards. Um, yeah, so they got the how to explain on the back how to do it. It's pretty cool. He's wearing his original KO shirt that he had in NXT. It's pretty cool. Alright, next up we got uh, Roman Reigns. And he has the uh, Super super Punch. 
can't call it Superman Punch. Not surprised by that. Um, so he's basically looks. He's got like the pullback spring-loaded punch that um, a lot of guys had. Um, got all of his tattoos. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Um, and then we got. Let's see. Now this is an interesting one, The Undertaker, because. You know, obviously they made Hasbro versions of The Undertaker. Uh, so, you know, this is kind of an interesting take on this because they only ever made one. And he had the clothesline thing where you pull, kind of pulled the clothesline thing and he went, And he had a... And the hat was a part of him. So it looks like the hat doesn't come off. But he also had a cloak. The second version had a cloak. Uh, but this one's purple. It's got the purple stuff, which... Rumor had it they were actually toying, Hasbro was toying the idea of making one with purple prior to them um, uh, losing the license. Uh, uh, there were some rumors going around of ones they were talking about making. Like, who knows if they were actually true, but supposedly the last, the sets, they were working on two more sets. And like the Men on a Mission, Jeff Jarrett, a, a Purple Undertaker, a USA Lex Luger, a King of Hearts, Owen Hart. And, um, a Diesel, I think, were the ones that were rumored to be in the works. But ultimately, none of them ended up happening. Supposedly, there was prototypes made of some of them, but I don't know if it ever actually really happened. Alright, then we got, of course, John Cena. Um, he's got an authentic superstar move and attitude adjustment, which is something... This is a new one because they never really had anything like this. So basically his upper torso kind of goes back and forth. I remember they had one that was sort of similar to that. That went back and forth, but not not side to side. So in this case, like you can do the attitude adjustment. I guess that makes sense. That yeah, looks pretty cool. Alright. Um, then we got Brock Lesnar. He does the F5 action, but it looks kind of like the old school body slam one um, that a lot of the ones had where they have the arms out and you can kind of put somebody and they fling them. Um, and he's got his tattoos on him. Look pretty pretty good. Um, it's pretty solid. And then finally, another one that, you know, obviously they made plenty of Hasbro versions of this, the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, he does the Gorilla Press Slam. Now, his actually was the, with well, not all of them, but his was the Lesnar's at one point in time. But this one looks more like the Cena one, which is kind of weird. And similar, very similar to this. Uh, actually, it's exactly the same as Cena, which is weird. You'd figure if they had six different ones, they'd have six, six different moves, but kind of repeating that same move. Um, oh, yeah, what did The Undertaker do? I, I kind of didn't didn't see what that said. Undertaker does a tombstone. Um, well, I guess that's somewhat similar to the Lesnar one. It looks a little bit different. Um, it doesn't have the arms quite as spread out. But all right, there we go. I'll I'll definitely make pictures of that and put them on the blog. But yeah, that's cool. And then I've heard rumors of. A series two in the works that was gonna have, I believe. I know I saw that they were gonna make a Rock and Austin, and then probably some more current guys. I don't, I don't remember what the list was exactly, 
And it was just rumored anyways. Um, so, who knows. And then there were some more rumors about a third series in the works. Actually, let me look that up because I definitely want to see that. So, Mattel Retro... WB Series 2. Let's see what this says. <clears throat> Supposedly there's a Series 2 coming out this fall. Um, confirmed, yeah, this fall. I thought I had seen the rumored ones, but... I don't know. I, I definitely saw the Rock and Austin in it. Um, oh, here we go. So the rumor. Oh, that's series three. What about series two? Um. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's Austin. Okay. Well, I don't know then. Um, well, let's see. It's series 3. What's Series 3 then? <laughs> I mean, that will probably tell you a little bit better. Uh, so Series 3 is going to be Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. That's only five. Uh, oh, Kane. Okay. Oh, Sting. I don't know. Alright, well, whatever. Anyways, so yeah, they're going to be making more of these. That's pretty cool. Um, they, they look definitely cool. Um... You know, it's something that, you know, is a throwback, it's a throwback to, um, you know, my childhood and whatever, and it's cool, and WWE and Hasbro and wrestling and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. All right, let me, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go, here we go. All right, now I got some more information. So, they're expected to come out this fall, and it's The Rock. The Rock, okay, so The Rock, Kane, Stone Cold, Triple H, and Mankind. Interesting, because none of those guys are really active wrestlers. Uh, then again, none of those guys had Hasbro figures, so that's kind of cool. Alright, so there's my little history lesson on Hasbro figures, and well, my history on Hasbro Springers, I guess. And then um, I opened up some figures, and there we go. So before we get to... Um, well, before we go to Great Ball of Fire, I'm going to open up the um, WWE um, Slam Crate. Um, now, so this this round is, called, is number five. It's Stables. So this one, I believe, has that um, Triple H... Uh, statue that I thought was going to be the last one and ended up being a stone cold one. Um, I think I more or less said that in the last one. Right? 
Um, although I, I also heard something about there's some sort of Sasha Banks thing being in this, although not sure how it works with stables. I guess she was in Team Bad, though. That was a stable, right? Alright. Alright, there we go. Alright, picture time. My phone has been acting really weird lately. I'm I'm very ready for the next uh, next phone to come out because I think I need to get that. I'm running out of space. It's acting weird. Everything. All right. So yes, there was a um, Sasha Banks T-shirt. It's got it says legit boss um, like necklace thing on it, and the back it has sunglasses. All right. It has the Triple H statue like I was talking about, although. It's weird because it's supposed to be stables, so you'd figure this would be Triple H from DX, but it's not. I mean, I guess it's maybe Triple H from Evolution, but it just kind of looks like Triple H. Alright, then we got a... What the heck is this thing? Um, some sort of foam, foam dealie. Um... see it's a foam finger and it says the new day okay but it's all like compressed although I just kind of uncompressed it so that was smart uh, let's see oh okay because I was wondering all right so they have another one of those um, pins that are um, the belts so I was wondering what the next one in line would be because I was trying to think oh well we have that one blah 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 this one has to do stables so this was the old WCW World title, though it clearly says WWF on it, or WE on it. Uh, world title with NWO uh, spray painted on top of it. So that's cool. Uh, then we got some... <laughs> Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt family, follow the buzzards, socks. Picture socks. They got the picture of Bray Wyatt on it, and they're socks. And then, let's see here. There's a stables booklet that kind of covers um, this little booklet covers all the stables throughout the years. Degenerate, yeah, Degeneration X, NWO for horsewomen. I don't know if that's really a stable. DIY, that's not a stable. New Day, sort of a stable for horsemen, Shield, uh, Wyatt Family, etc. And then we have a little poster. It looks like there's going to be an Undertaker statue next month. Um, there's a thing on Sanity. And then there's a poster of the shield. And then it says what was in the box. It, obviously the uh, Sasha Banks t-shirt. The Triple H collectible figure. Um, see now it's... Alright. Um, the New Day Foam Finger, the Bray Wyatt Odd Socks. What are they? They're Odd Socks, or whatever that means. Uh, the WWE Mini Encyclopedia Volume 2 of Stables, and the WWE NWO. That's confusing. Com championship pin. NWO. I don't think anyone ever was a champion from the NWO and WWE. Just confusing. Um, so there we go. Another Slam Crate. Another month. Um, although these come every other month. So keep that in mind. And there we go.
All right, moving on. Um, that brings us to Great Balls of Fire. The unfortunately named Great Balls of Fire. Still won't get it, but whatever. Let's get to it. Um, so, uh, to start off with pre-show. We got um, Adrian Neville. No, he's not Adrian Neville. He hasn't been Adrian Neville in a long time. Neville defending his cruiserweight title against Akira Tazawa, who's now part of Titus Worldwide. So Titus O'Neil will be in his corner. Um, I still, I still don't think that matters because I still think Neville is going to defend, successfully defend his title. Uh, next up, as we move to the main card, we got Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus defending their tag team championship against the Hardy Boys, uh, Matt and Jeff, in a thirty-minute Iron Man match. Um, uh, I'm gonna say. Cesaro and Sheamus win three to two. That's my guess. So that would mean there'd be five falls in half an hour. That seems reasonable. Uh, next up, we have. Um, the Miz defending the Intercontinental title against um, Dean Ambrose. The Miz, though, now has um, his The Miz Tourage, uh, which consists of Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Of course, Maurice is also in his corner. And I think that's going to be proved to be the, um, the difference, as I think The Miz is going to win. Uh, next up, we have, um, in a singles match, Enzo Mari. Taking on Big Cass as Big Cass turned on Enzo, uh, setting up this match um, for Great Balls of Fire. He turned on him twice, two weeks in a row, which was awkward and weird. So they've been playing this whole angle of first Enzo got knocked out, and then Big Cass got knocked out. So then Kurt Angle was going to find out what was going on, but then Corey Graves was the one who ended up finding what was going on. And it turned out that they've had footage of... Big Cass pretending to knock himself out. So then Corey Graves said, you're the one who knocked him out. And he said yes. And then he kicked him. But then next week, Enzo apologizes for being annoying as to why he would kick him. And Big Cass then came out and apologized, but then beat him up and threw him down the stage. I don't know, it was weird, but whatever. Ultimately, it led to this match. And I think... I want to say Big Cass wins, but I feel like if Big Cass wins, then that's it. It's over. Um, and that doesn't really make sense because I feel like this is going to go on longer than that. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to say Enzo's going to win, but I think it's going to be by disqualification or countout or some screwy way. Um, and then Cass is going to somehow beat up Enzo more. And, and so I'm going to go with Enzo winning, but it's, I don't think he's going to win by... Like a pinfall or anything like that. Alright, next up. We got a singles match between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. This has been a weird storyline that really hasn't made a ton of sense. And just kind of like, well, we got these two guys. We don't really know what to do on that. Let's put them together. I don't really... This, I can't even tell you what's why they're fighting. Um, Bray Wyatt just comes on and says, Seth, you were weird. And I don't know. And Seth's like, I'm not... Or, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't get it, but whatever. Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins is going to win. I, I really don't have much to say about this. Um, and, you know, it's, it could be a really good match, but they, I, I just I don't. I'm not buying the storyline here because they played the whole thing off with Finn Balor a month ago, and that led to nothing with Bray Wyatt. Um, speaking of Finn Balor, he's not even on the show. Again, he's not even on the show. He wasn't on Payback, and he was in the Extreme Rules Six Way, and then now he's not on the show again. I don't understand what they're doing. They set up a feud with Elias Sampson, which, of all things, is kind of weird. But So, I'm guessing something's going to happen with that at the pay-per-view, but there's no match schedule. Uh, Alright, but moving on, um, we have the women's championship match between Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. Um, Sasha won some sort of fatal four-way dealy with whoever, fatal, was it four-way, five-way, whatever, six-way, however many ways it was. Um, or a gauntlet match or something. I don't remember what it was. But to get the number one contender. But I don't think she's winning. I think Alexa Bliss is keeping the title. Wait, that was weird. Why didn't Alexa start doing stuff? Did you not hear me? Guess she didn't hear me. Or Echo, Amazon Echo, whatever. Ah, ah, forget it. Um, moving on, um, we have the... Ambulance match between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Now, this match was supposed to take place at Extreme Rules, but Braun Strowman hurt his shoulder. Um, and then he made his return a few nights, uh, a few weeks ago on, um, on Raw when after Roman Reigns came out and said he was going to fight the champion at SummerSlam. Mm. But um, then Smojo came out and confronted him. And then they had a match. And then during the match, the ambulance arrived. And then Roman Reigns got distracted and blah, blah, blah. And then Braun Strowman came out and blah, 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 beat up. So then they've been doing this thing with ambulances the last couple couple weeks. So uh, leading to the ambulance match. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around saying whoever wins this match is essentially going to fight whoever wins championship match. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Uh, but if that is true, Roman Reigns did say that he was going to fight the champion at SummerSlam. Now, a lot of people have assumed they're going to save Reigns and Lesnar for WrestleMania. But then other people are saying maybe it's going to be Reigns and Cena at WrestleMania. Because Cena is back as a free agent. Although he's on SmackDown and he's fighting at Battleground. Um, or, yes, Battleground, I believe. I believe it's called Battleground. I... I I could be wrong. It could be called Rock Around the Clock or Do the Twist Again. I'm not really sure. I think they're just making... That might be turning all their pay-per-views into old songs from the 50s and 60s names. I'm not really sure. So I don't know. But if that's the case, I mean, if this is the blow-off to this feud, it does make sense for Roman Reigns to win, so I am going to go with Roman Reigns. And then finally, in the main event of the evening for the Universal WWE Universal Championship, we have Brock Lesnar defending his title against Samoa Joe. Of course, Brock Lesnar will have his advocate, Paul Heyman, in his corner. Um, as always, uh, Samoa Joe doesn't have anyone. Because he was sort of a part of the authority or whatever, but Triple H and Stephanie have been gone since WrestleMania. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, so, I mean, they're trying their best to they're trying their best to um, showcase 
Samoa Joe as um, a legitimate contender, I would say. Um, so it just doesn't feel like, oh, here's Lesnar going to squash somebody again. Um, which, honestly, he hasn't recently because he, I mean, he he beat Goldberg. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a squash necessarily, but you know, he was in the Rumble for a brief time. And he got squashed by Lesnar at uh, uh, Goldberg at uh, Survivor Series. So, I don't know. That's all he's done recently. <laughs> and then he beat up Randy Orton and Ambrose or whatever. whatever. Um, but I think Brock's going to win. And I think they're going to do Lesnar and Reigns at SummerSlam. Where that means Reigns wins? I don't know. But... Um, they need a big match for SummerSlam, and that's that's big a match as any. Because I don't think they're going to fast-track Cena against either of these guys. Could be wrong, though. But yeah, there we go. That's Great Balls of Fire. <sighs> so dumb, man. Alright, what else is going on? Oh, Spider-Man comes out today. Go see Spider-Man Homecoming. I haven't seen it yet, but I will... I'm going to try and see it this weekend. I think I'm going to watch Civil War right now to get caught up. Not that there's a lot of Spider-Man in that, but at least... Yeah, it's a good movie, and it's got Spider-Man in it. It's the last one to kind of fall within this storyline with Spider-Man. I mean, I know Doctor Strange came out after it, but that really didn't have anything to do. And obviously Guardians of the Galaxy too, but neither of those really had anything to do with this storyline, where Civil War kind of leads into Spider-Man, I guess. So, Of course, it's all going to end up being Avenger Infinity War, but we still got Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther after spider-man to go before that happens um but yeah spider-man go check it out um also go check out my blog razorvader.blogspot.com i'll have the pictures up soon hopefully of the new mattel um what does it actually have a name on it no see it doesn't even say yeah it doesn't say like has has i mean well obviously it's not gonna say hasbro but it doesn't say like Retro or anything, it just says WWE. It says this WWE figure. Um, it's pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. Um, and I'm gonna, yeah, that's weird. They have, um, yeah, well, anyways, um, yeah, I'll have a picture of that, but plus the stuff that came in the Slam Crate. Uh, also, check out my old blog posts. Uh, and other other uh, podcasts um, and other pictures of other boxes and various other things. Uh, you also can subscribe on Apple Podcast um, uh, to the podcast, uh, the One Man Renegade Podcast, that is, and uh, Stitcher. If you haven't done so to either of those either already, if you come through the blog or or whatever, I probably I'll probably posted this on Facebook or Twitter, and I'm at Razorvader on Twitter. And if you're friends with me on Facebook, you're friends with me on Facebook. Uh, what else? I guess that's going to do it, so um, enjoy the summer. I mean, I'll be back in a couple weeks for WWE um, Rock Around the Clock, um, or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, Mr. Sandman? No, that, that'd be too weird. Um, Davy Crockett? No, that doesn't, that, that wouldn't work either. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to enjoy some of this uh, G1 special sauce, or whatever it's called, um, in the U.S., the second night um probably i've watched civil war or ufc there's so, so much going on there's too much stuff i can't keep track of all of it um 
but it's fun. Got stuff going on. Yeah, that's going to do it. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Two years strong to the One Man Renegade Podcast, and I'll check you next time. Later. Spider-Man!